0: your environment is either the, the, the fundamental part of your, your healthy soil where you can grow, or it's a toxic wasteland and you're gonna, guess what, even if you're the strongest, most well-intentioned seed, if you're in a poisoned place, if you're, if you're buried in the toxic dump, tough
1: luck. This is for the others out there the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast. I am your host, Joshua Church. Grateful to have you with us. New episodes are dropping every Wednesday and Sunday, so be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can get the notification when a new episode comes out. And give me a follow on Instagram at Joshua Dean Church to catch different clips and highlights that I post. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, you find something that might be valuable, please be sure to share it with a friend who also might be into it so that together we can continue to grow our tribe of others. Today, I am pumped to bring you a conversation with Wade Bruffy. Wade is a friend and a business coach that helps high performers build a business and career doing what they love. His approach implements both purpose and practices so his clients can make an impact without sacrificing their health, relationships, and happiness. Wade got his start in the fast-paced world of private equity investing, but after a head injury, he had to rebuild himself from the ground up. Following his heart, implementing specific tools and practices for success, Wade radically changed his health, his finances, and his business, and now he helps others do the same. It's Wade's mission to build a community of inspired, ambitious, high-vibration leaders to change the world for the better, and he's excited to have you join the tribe. You can follow Wade on Instagram at Wade H-I-W-A-D-E, and... Online at www.wadebruffy.com and on YouTube at Wade Bruffy, all in the show notes. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Wade. Wait, hey, bro, Josh, dude, great to see you. You too, man. excellent Thanks to for connect. Me. I'm oh, glad we got the chance yeah. to do it. It's always fun dropping in with people who you just vibe with right away. Like, I mean, yeah. we we've known each other kind of through mutual friends, and then it's just instant. Like, I see you, real, recognize, real, vibing on the same level. So it's always a pleasure. 100,
0: percent, man. And I really wanted to just say, like, I reached out to you on Instagram just because I really, truly have been getting a ton of value out of your podcast. Your, who you are as a person. So I'm looking forward to getting to know you a lot better and and making some magic today and who's who knows how uh, long from now. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Likewise, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, man. So I would love to just hear about this. Is kind of a fun conversation for me too, because like there's so much about your backstory that I want to like understand and sink my teeth into a bit. For so, sure. So what do you like? I love this question to people like you. What do you do? Like, what do you say it is that you actually do? <laughs> huh. I like
0: that question. Um, it's a unique way of phrasing it. Mm-hmm. Right now, there are so many things, uh, but what I do is help people find or create meaningful work for themselves mm-hmm. and be fulfilled in doing that and also implement the tools and strategies that they need to show up 120% so that they can have the impact that they want. Got it. And it's because I spent so long following what I thought I wanted, what what other people or or society maybe even has conditioned me to Thought to think that I wanted mm-hmm. and realizing that there is so much more available to us, and we uh you know we have to have the the trust in ourselves, the courage to go after those things right, and it, you have to be no one to ask for help, so mm. if I can help anyone do that same thing, then it'll be all worth it. Amazing. When, yeah. when
1: did you first ask for help? Where were you at in your life or career oh, when you asked for help?
0: You know, I, I will love to get into this. Yeah. You know, obviously I'm super excited. We'll riff on all this <laughs> we'll stuff. On, do but um, you know, I, I'll tell you the time that I asked for help that was really pivotal for me. Yeah. Uh, I was going through my senior year of, of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just talking about black mold in the apartment. Talk about black mold. I was living in a place that was not not good. Yeah. I mean, beautiful place right on the beach in Santa Barbara, but the house was not not good. Yeah. Um, so I was suffering like weird ailments from that. I fell off a slack line. You know that climbing oh, yeah. thing? Yeah, pretty fun, but uh, until you fall off. <laughs> I fell off. And I'm a tall guy, right? Yeah. And I was just joking with a friend of my brothers recently. He's like, dude, you gotta pay more attention to that. Like you got a long way to go down. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I fell smack on my head off one of those things. And that just set off a whole like chain reaction of realizing like, uh Oh, like I'm having lingering effects from Mm. this head injury. Mm. Um, so, you know, I started to get light sensitive. I was having really bad anxiety. I would like go to like even a small class, you know, that I was, I was in a little section and I would feel like, Oh my God, the lights are too much. Like this is super. It was really my. my I was having really bad lingering symptoms from the wow. from the concussion. um So the to answer your question of like when did I first ask for help? I'll never forget. I was sitting in my room in college, and I was just so like I was having like an anxiety attack, and I turned to just God, Spirit, every what else was out there, yeah. and I said, I need help. I don't know what to do like send me something and spirit in that moment answered you're going to meditate and so that uh i started doing that right away and so it just but the it took until realizing like this problem is out of my hands like i don't know what to do Mm. so i just reached i asked everything for help yeah and it came
1: so that's fascinating was that the first time that you found some sort of connection with the higher power? Would you say, would, did you have a connection before? Was that the first time you were really forced to? It's
0: a great question. And really, I think my connection with the higher power has, yeah. has deepened since then. And yeah. meditation has been instrumental to me in that process. The, uh, you know, my, my parents obviously raised me with a, they raised me with a standing uh, understanding of spirit that mm-hmm. I'm grateful for, to them for that. Uh, but to, to be honest with you, would I say that I had ever had a direct experience of feeling like they're like, that I'm connected to something greater than, than myself, Mm -hmm. even, and even greater than our society, our community. Absolutely. And those experiences came, have, have, have multiplied more. And I'd, I'd love to, you know, we can talk about that, but it's, it's an extremely important part to, I think, um, You know who I am, and and absolutely, yeah.
1: And and do you think it's an important part to the work that you do as well? And as you're facilitating people through these transformations,
0: absolutely, man. And you know, I really, I I take a, I'm very respectful of of different beliefs. Obviously, like, right. And I think there's the beautiful thing is, is there really, truly is a common thread, yeah, running through all these different storylines, these these parts of our heritage, no matter what heritage you come from, right? Because that thing god it's all the same thing yeah. we're all just talking about whatever, it whatever
1: yeah whatever you want to call it whatever yeah. name you have for it exactly yeah. right it's all
0: coming through in a different in a different and it's the same thing maybe talked about in a
1: different right. way and it's a, i feel like it's an important part of transformation as well it's i look at uh you know the alcoholics anonymous 12 step program Sure. And what's one of the first ones it's it's surrendering it's accepting that there's things beyond your control yeah. and surrendering to higher power and i look at that as one of the most transformational programs that has ever Create been created in humanity, right? The Alcoholics Anonymous Twelve Step Program, and it's an interesting that that's one of the first ones, and I think that a lot of people feel that resolve or feel that weight off when you have somewhere or something to put your faith in. Call it like Steve Jobs says, call it God, karma, the universe, whatever. You got to trust in something that the dots are going to connect. So. Right,
0: right, absolutely, and it's and it's a powerful uh, thing to know that you're always supported, and I think that's one thing that I've 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 heard you talking quite a bit, a yeah. bit about. Is feeling like there's always something that's got your back
1: for sure yeah it's like at the end of the day man we're spinning on a rock in space 930 miles an hour just doing somersaults through the cosmos like what are we talking about here (laughs) exactly (laughs) communicating thoughts and ideas as people are listening to this as we're communicating with each other through the vibration that we're speaking and uh, interpreting through our ears it's pretty mind-blowing so it's a pretty crazy design and 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 life that we get to experience so it it definitely helps being able to place your faith into something. I
0: completely agree, brother. That's that's a great way of putting it.
1: So okay, so you fall off the slack line, yeah. and it's a wake-up call. It seems like
0: hundred percent. I I felt like for a long time, Josh, like I was starting over from square one. Mm. So shortly thereafter, that you know, I graduated from college, and I moved to the Bay Area to start a job in private equity, and it was really high intensity and i had zero confidence so it was like it felt like i was you know scrapping for it every mm-hmm. day and d- during those times when i was like when i was thinking to myself if i can make it through this then i i got this and and trusting that power just right seems an awful long way off that i might get through this but knowing that um knowing that there was something you know that i felt watching for me
1: yeah that has to have an impact
0: and and feeling like i got myself too you know yeah 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 taking stock of of all the different practices in my life and who i was uh, you know being putting myself around in my life uh that was a big part of it as well just to Mm -hmm. know you know as i felt like i was basically rebuilding like how who do i want to
1: be right that's 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 exactly got it yeah so how long were you in private equity for uh
0: i was in pe for two years i did an internship with this company while i was still in college mm-hmm. it was so great and they were a, a truly amazing company they're really innovating the space I, excellent yeah amazing people um i just found uh You know that that work you know as i started to develop my other interests and to do things that you know other people um you know like all this biohacking stuff i was like man i just really want to go deep Mm. on this so i made the decision to leave and it was uh i'm I'm glad i did it but certainly outstanding experience yeah
1: yeah. So where did you leave? When, when did you make that decision? Where did you leave to?
0: Sure. So I, I, I went to a really cool, uh, startup in the Bay area. It's called echo. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this company does artificial intelligence for cardiac screening so cool. and how I got into it was, was, you know, when I decided I wanted to make a switch, I first started job hunting pretty aimlessly. And this is a big thing that I've, I've helped people with and it, I find that if you don't know what you want, you don't get anything, you know what I mean? You stay where you are. So it took me finally getting the clarity of, I wanna do something that I'm interested in, I wanna go into digital health, because I'm into like, I'm wearing an aura ring, and like I I track all my stuff, but just because personally I nerd out on this and I think it would be fun to do it for a job, and so that's where I went. So cool. Yeah, man.
1: There's two things that that trip people up. It's one, what do I want, and then it's two, how do I get there? But that first part, what do I want? It's such a it's such a powerful question, and and one of the benefits, in my opinion, I think something that really good has happened in 2020 that we've seen with the pandemic is it's it's caused people to actually pause and think about that when we when we don't have the noise of the day-to-day and we don't have the hustle and bustle going as much as we used to that we can distract ourselves with yeah it creates an awful lot of empty silence oh my god where those questions
0: start 100 <laughs> what and, do i actually and want those questions come? they can be uncomfortable right oh, like yeah. if you don't have I mean, and that's something that I personally totally. s- felt a lot. I was like, Oh my God, I have all this, like, this is all coming up. It's real. <laughs> yeah. yep. and so we want to numb it out and for sure. and and it's, it's, it's easy to, to yeah. do that, you yeah. know, whether it's just uh scrolling on your phone or whatever, if yeah. whatever, whatever form it takes, yeah.
1: but, uh, Netflix, booze, porn, <laughs> weed, all the things, all the things. Yeah.
0: Yeah, truly. And it, it takes, um, It takes a little bit of discipline and I really do like one of the things that I am always talking about is environment, Mm -hmm. right? And your environment is either the, the, the fundamental part of your, your healthy soil where you can grow or it's a toxic wasteland. And you're going to guess what, even if you're the strongest, most well-intentioned seed, if you're in a poisoned place, if you're, if you're buried in the toxic dump, tough luck.
1: Lightly straight
0: up. Yeah. So it 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 definitely um it it matters a lot. Yeah. It matters a lot.
1: When did you actually define success? First off, what does success look like for you? As you meant talk about defining success. What does success look like for you? That's
0: an amazing question. Um to me, it has a lot to do with freedom. Mm -hmm. Um it has a lot to do with freedom uh to do what you what your heart desires and i i believe that everybody's heart has a calling you know that we we can tap into um so it's it's acting in accordance with that um and the ability to do that without uh fear of or without scarcity mm. without um without compromising who you are who your what your values are so i really think it and it and it comes down to um aligning yourself with those things and the clarity of what those things are. That's why I love this question is because if you don't know, I mean, it's the same thing as like finding a job. If you don't know what it is that you want to do, you don't know what it is that you want. You're probably going to feel this crushing paralysis of like, I don't know what I want. So therefore I don't know what to do
1: and therefore I don't do anything. <laughs> exactly. And then you're stuck. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's easy, but it's easy to, to fall into that kind of thing.
1: Clarity feels good. Doesn't it? Clarity feels
0: amazing, man. It's the, it's the best, one of the best feelings out there. Clarity
1: and fun. Those are two of my top.
0: That's it. Clarity, fun, and love. There you go. Clarity, fun,
1: love. Yeah. I, 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 even as you, as you were answering that, I, I, I thought about, that's going to be a question that I started asking people in, in replacement of what do you do? So what do you do? So what does success look like to you? I yeah. think it'll really throw people for a loop, but think about how much more you can learn from somebody by that. And and also I'm curious to know how many people have thought of an answer for that or how maybe a conversation like that could prompt somebody to coming up with an answer.
0: Absolutely, dude. And I think, um, the, the beauty of it is your, your, your audience will benefit from that so much because yeah. I feel like people who are interested in finding the others and yep. getting after it and really like getting clear on what they want because ultimately Mm -hmm. you're going to, you're going to attract the people into your life that you're ultimately aligned with, whether that, whether that's in a good way or in a bad way, like you, you can attract people that are not necessarily good, but in this context of saying, I want to be around other people who want what I want, who are pursuing the same mission as me, who are going to support me in that journey. You got to know who it is. And so what does success look like to you is a great question because it might be, be totally different for somebody else. Right, <laughs> yeah.
1: right. And that alignment on those on those values of where are, are we playing the same game? Are we working towards the same outcome together? What are the things that are important to you versus what are the things that are important to me? How do we align on those things? That way I know how to support you. Exactly. <laughs> as a friend, as an environment. So I can be not the radioactive soil, but I can be nurturing soil. Mm-hmm. How do you, what, what, what advice do you have to people to define success for themselves?
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a valuable one. Um, I would say first think about the life that you want. I mean, I think everybody, uh, everybody wants to enjoy some, everybody wants to enjoy freedom from stress. Yeah. Right. And that has many elements, right? That 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 involves like for a lot of people financial stress. That sucks to be afraid of running out of money. And I've been there. I between my jobs, I had I got to my bank account. I had seven dollars in my bank account. That wasn't that that wasn't that cool. I was sitting in front of my computer and I was like, I'm never going to let this happen again. So, I it's it's tough to run out of finances. So I think that's a big part of. Um, where you know what success means to many um i would also say that success has to do with um and get maybe even getting I, re- I recently connected with a with a coach who's who's a really cool guy he he uh taught me something that zig ziglar taught him which was there's you, you can move success is good but what the real goal is is to move past success into significance mm. so what he means by that is ultimately like you can be successful you can have a great career you can have that financial freedom you can still have a little something missing right and that's greater connection to the world around you to the people that you care about to the to a community that matters to you and so for me you know what i would encourage people to to go and do is think about who you can serve and think about a community that that matters to you and then do something that that can help you get more engaged and and bring up those people mm. because ultimately like we are highly connected creatures and when we are feeling like we're disconnected that's misery yeah and and you know so i, th- I think a big element of success that's often overlooked is how can what is what is your significance what's your what's your gift mm. you know and how are you giving? who are you giving it to
1: yeah. I think that, that leads to fulfillment is when you're Agreed. expressing your gift in whatever form that it is or your natural abilities. And it's, and often things that we just keep in our back pocket and it's easy to overlook something that we're good at or something that we enjoy doing. Uh, so like we need to follow that more and more and more, whatever those things are and figure out ways that we can actually give those as gifts to others.
0: I completely agree.
1: That's yeah.
0: Yeah man and and in the process of of giving the gift you're going to learn more about yourself mm-hmm. and ultimately um find that flow right you're going to be doing something that matters to you you're going to be doing something that matters to the world and you're going to love doing it because when those things are aligned you're not thinking about too much else and if you're you know it's happiness is not necessarily um a collection of things but really what your attitude
1: is towards what you're doing and mm. why you're doing it. Interesting. When you look back at that slack line falling, <laughs> do, are you, are, are you grateful for that happening?
0: Oh man. Yes, this absolutely. Is, grateful for I, so I, many I things. Want,
1: I want to hear you expand on this cause this is something very fascinating that I have found with hundred percent of the people that I've interviewed and just other people that I connect with in general. It's like oftentimes that the biggest, hairiest, crappiest thing that's happened to them Mm -hmm. is the thing that they actually are the most grateful for because they've turned that into a they've turned that into the the montage scene in the movie when the audience gets to the edge of the seat right
0: (laughs) dude yes that's awesome (laughs) so so expand on that for me (laughs) absolutely um that's a hilarious analogy yes it does feel like that sometimes um you know the thing i i think uh the thing that i realized when I was in that process of recovering from that um, it was really what I have two options. You know, I can choose to be upset and ask why me or I can ask what is this trying to teach me? And that's the key. I think um, there's, there's, it's just a, it's just an attitude. It's just a question that you ask yourself. You know, what do I what am I going to take from this? Mm. And how can I use that to benefit somebody else? Then you're translating what was really crappy into something that can be really beautiful. Because if somebody had been like, hey, kid, you know, you want these like four tips or like whatever, you know, you want to take this program that is literally going to teach you how to unfuck yourself a- out of this, right? <laughs> you know, I would have been like, uh, sign me up <laughs> for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, it's so interesting. It really really is. I like that a lot. I think that's a it's a really well said. Where, where else has that attitude influenced your life?
0: The attitude of gratitude.
1: That attitude of gratitude, baby. <laughs>
0: uh oh my gosh. You know man, I think um it's it's really motivational uh to think at every opportunity um you have the opportunity to get to give to uh to be part of something bigger than yourself, just by being alive, you know we're we're all participating in this great playground of of life. Um,
1: it's a fun playground, man. It's
0: a great playground. It's man. Recess.
1: It's recess all day long. It, it's all recess.
0: It, it's recess if you make it. Yeah, that's right. And 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 to be honest, like that's not to diminish like it, people who are out there going through some real Absolutely. stuff because it 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 truly it, it can be a lot in those times they are dark but to acknowledge that you're going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And just to be like, if you can make it a game, I'm going to be grateful for every single step just because, and, and I think that's, you know, that's something that, that meditation teaches so beautifully is to just breathe in gratitude and exhale any sort of tension. Mm -hmm. And that's such a beautiful, you know, way to actually practice and bring gratitude into your being because it's a great, like, I mean, and that's the thing people are like, oh, like whatever, I should be grateful. You know, sometimes people are like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and it, but to take that attitude of, of really embodying what it means and to just take your, take yourself out of the equation for a little bit and really get recentered. gratitude is the highest vibration and gratitude and fear cannot exist simultaneously. Mm. So you have a choice. You can be afraid or you can be grateful. Um, And if you choose to be grateful, you'll find that your fear disappears.
1: Magic. Alchemy. It is. (laughs) That's the, that's the juice in life. And, And I agree. I mean, it's, it's the people that are going through it's, it's, it's in those times where you're going through the darkness that's that's the fortifying times. Those are the times that they suck when it's happening, but th- those are the times that build the character and build the strength. And it's, I mean, I look up to so many people that have gone through unspeakable things, things that I'm fortunate that I've not ever crossed into my reality. But the fact that those people can go through those things and they can maintain that recess mind and and cultivate that attitude of gratitude. Yeah. It's just a permission slip to everybody else. Agreed. That there's no excuse not to, which I think is such a beautiful thing.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's helpful to be around people like that. And that's why I think, you know, similar to, you know, what we're grateful to have the opportunity to do here is to just keep getting the hype out there, man. Got to. Because people are going to be like, you know what? That is true. Right. Like people have been through some crazy stuff. And that yeah. attitude is what you allows you to carry it back over.
1: Do you find that people are looking for this? Because I feel like people are just waiting for permission to play, basically.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, you know, that is such an interesting thing to hear you say. Because I think people either don't know that it's possible. Like somebody might be like, they might have like on one level. Yes, that feeling of like, God, I wish I could just do it. Well, the right. answer is like, well, wait a minute. Like, why don't you just go do it? Yeah. Like that—that's the key right there. Um, and then other times, you know, coming across something like this just serendipitously is like, wait a minute, that's that's a thing. I could yeah. do that. Right. I, I don't forget who said it. Um, but there was a there was a quote. It was, "You can't see what you can't be what you can't see." So mm. it's helpful to have a role model.
1: Oh, I like that quote a lot. I like
0: it too. And I was, I tell me what you think of this. Cause I was like a little bit like there, there are like cool people throughout history that have totally gone a separate direction. Mm. But to an extent, I still think it applies because you know, those people obviously had role models for themselves in some way or another. They may have invented something different or like, you know, thought of something truly novel, but there's not like, we're, we're, we're not uninfluenceable.
1: Yeah. Big time. I think so. I think you can take aspects of different people or things and ultimately create your own expression of it. Mm-hmm. Step into your, you know, yourself fully. That's embodying that. It's like seeing cool. I like how I like Tony Robbins, how he does this or this aspect of this person or this aspect of this person. Mm-hmm. And I can embody, I have all those within me and I can embody those.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. Love it.
1: Yeah. That's an interesting thought. That's a good, uh, that's a good little nugget to chew on. Let's go. <laughs> Digest. So you're a, would you consider yourself a content creator?
0: Wow. That's a good question. You know? Yes, absolutely. And the reason for that is because when I sit down on my computer and I'm like, what can I do? I'm thinking about what does somebody need help with? Mm -hmm. And so for that reason, like just because I, and I think this is something that's a really easy trap to get into is like just making stuff that you think is interesting and that's great like yeah. i i fully like support that yeah. but at the same time like if that doesn't necessarily convert to revenue
1: if you're trying to build a business that's right an issue it, it, exactly right
0: so like if you're if you're making somebody that nobody that's not specifically addressing somebody then then that might be a, a potential uh, block right. for your business
1: did you yeah. learn that in private equity that? <laughs> definitely not
0: definitely not some great uh manufacturing businesses that we were working with but uh not not necessarily content creators um But yeah, man, it's been really fun. Uh, I think the thing that's been sticking with me and I'm sure you've done the same is not letting the idea of perfection get in the way and just really get, just making it like Mm. there's this guy on YouTube, his name's Sean Cannell. He's he's awesome channel. He's got like a million and a half subscribers, but he makes videos about how, like to help content creators and what's his tagline. He's like, you got to punch fear in the face and press record.
1: I like it. I love that. It's yeah. It's like,
0: dude, you're so right. That's exactly what you have to do. Like, just mm-hmm. take your, somebody said it to me really beautifully one time expectation creates limitation with anything mm. you do. So, if you have expectations of it's got to look this way, you might actually miss something that might be a better service. <laughs> just get it out there, feel it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or if you expect yourself to, that it's going, if you expect that it's going to be processed and you expect that it's going to be great, then that eliminates the limitation as well. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It, it's, it's a really cool thing. I'm finding that, uh, and I'd love to pick a brand a bit about more as well. Cause it's something that I'm, I've done. I'm in the process of doing as well is, showing up differently on social media that I have in the past. Oh man, I love this topic. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So I'd love to hear about what your experience has been with that. Can I flip this on you? Should I ask you,
0: what was the moment when you decided I want to show up differently on social media?
1: That is a great question. I think when I, I think it was a byproduct of accidentally um, launching this podcast. And when I first thought I should probably post uh, like a little clip like a little snippet because that seems like a fun thing to do and i have the you know i have the the ability to do that and then i posted the first one and the second one and i didn't post the third one because i decided i was i was thinking no nah, i don't want to i don't want to be that guy that's just posting everything non-stop all the time and then i posted the fourth one again then i realized wait a sec but why would I not share more? Why would I not share this? This is what I'm doing. So let me share this in a useful way. And so it was then that I made the decision. Cool. I'm going to share a clip for every single episode. And if people, if it clogs up people's feed and they want to follow me, great. If more people want to follow me because of it, great. But I'm going to share this because if I found something valuable, I want to share it with other people. Isn't that the point of social media? Yes. Isn't that the point of it? So like, let's get back to the point of it. And and of course though, I mean, I mean, we're, we're quote unquote, normal guys who grew up with friends and social media using it in a certain way. Totally. And it was, it is, and it has been, and it still is a practice a deviation from the script. I even felt it today as I post a photo that I'm, I'm posting because it's something that I genuinely do want to share. But, you know, if I'm thinking in terms of likes or the algorithm, uh, I know that it's not going to do as well, but I know the message is important to me and I want to share it because of that. But I'm, I've am i got to sacrifice that, you know, OK, well, it's not going to have as many likes like these are things we all think about. We all are consciously thinking about it. And I was just time to kind of call it out and be like, cool, like I get that. But I'm also going to I'm going to play a different game with this. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, The the thing. um, you know, I feel like you're a, hey, first of all, thanks for sharing it. Keep yeah. it up. I'm loving it. Gotcha. <laughs> and and guess what? If if people don't like it and they don't watch it, Instagram yeah. doesn't show it to them. That's right. So it go. doesn't matter. There it's not go. bothering anybody. Um, They don't want anybody getting pissed off and leaving the app. Believe it.
1: That's right. That's a, that's a great point. Instagram, Instagram has your back. It'll filter it out. They
0: truly do. Uh, there are some great uh, resources on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. the uh, the fact of the matter is is I think you are also that, and I can tell this just you know knowing you and seeing the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're the type of person that's like, "Yo, this might actually be
1: helpful to somebody." Right.
0: So it's not like you're coming from an egoic mm-hmm. place of like, "Yo, I care about this," so like you should care about this.
1: Interesting. You're that's not it at all. Interesting like, distinction. You're like, yeah. "Yo,
0: this was helpful to me," so like maybe it's helpful to you <laughs> if you're like possibly. You can caring. feel the difference
1: because I, I, I get that I coming from you difference. as well. That was one of the things I wrote down is the authenticity. You can't fake that. It's not, you're not posting for the algorithm you're not posting to post you're posting because you actually feel like you have something that you want to share with people. And, and there's something that's felt in that intention. I
0: feel it straight yeah. through the screen, every single one. And that is the beauty of it. And that is what people gravitate towards. Mm. Cause if you're doing something for yourself, and it's about image or your, your, your identity or whatever, people are going to be like, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe that was useful, but yeah. something about that was a little weird.
1: Yeah. You know, we have it, that sixth sense, right? We do have that sixth <laughs> yeah. sense, man. You're yeah. absolutely right. And yeah. it's,
0: it's powerful. in in just saying you're coming across
1: completely authentic. No, I yeah. appreciate that. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you as well, which I think <laughs> is interesting because I think that there's so many other people and maybe people listening to this that, that have something that they feel like might be a value to other people that have something that they're passionate about that they genuinely do want to share, but they might be worried about it or what, or whatnot so i'm curious to hear what advice you might give to that person and as you've made that shift as well
0: oh man uh you know i think the first thing that comes to mind is in in addition to that quote that i shared a moment ago is really like to take your expectations once again just out of the thing yes you know i really don't think that anything that you're going to make is going to be quote unquote perfect and if you if you're worried about how it might be received by others like first step to getting past the fear of judgment is to first of all, realize that everybody's got it. It's there to keep you safe. Like it, it, it is totally, totally normal and natural. And, and honestly, once you realize that there's nothing to be ashamed of in that you're like, okay, wait a minute, I'm going to just take a step back and, and then just be true to yourself. Like, like we were just saying, like the reason that people want to watch your stuff and uh, want to engage with you as a person are because of who you are. I mean, and the type of content that you're sharing is gonna dictate maybe the crowd that that you gravitate towards, but chances are those are gonna be people that you want to vibe with, Right? you know? Like maybe it's photography, maybe that's your thing. Maybe I've seen so many videos on YouTube being like, yo, this is the best microphone for like right. whatever you're doing. It's like an hour long video, just going over microphones. People need that help, you know? It, no matter what it is that your niche is, you're gonna bring people in and just the showing up authentically, and you know maybe you are nervous really nervous to get on camera like probably you're not gonna be the greatest at it the first time, like guaranteed if you keep doing something, you're gonna get better at it guaranteed you know mm. uh if you have the if you have the approach and the mindset of like i'm gonna get better at this um so anyway you know i I would say for people who are out there thinking about making the jump, do it. <laughs> You got this. We will be supporting you. And that's another beautiful thing is when you start to do that kind of thing, people that are in your corner, they show up. They do. You know, and And you find out who the real ones are. (laughs) Yeah, man. And you meet other ones that are like, I got you. That's right. Yeah. Stoked for that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Where do you think social media is going? Where do you think the progression of social media is taking us?
0: You know, that's a valuable question. And I think it's up to us.
1: Hmm. I like that answer. Yeah. Tell me more.
0: Um, It's, it, it's, uh, I think, you know, there, are, maybe if we think about it in terms of like opposing polls, right. There's the, there's the poll of people who are wanting to go on, on social media for uh, engagement and learning. And then there's the people who are going on social media for entertainment and distraction, you know, and those two things are not necessarily they're not, neither of them is bad or good. Mm-hmm. Like those are just two different avenues that exist on those platforms. And when you think about it in terms of which one maybe has more mass, like if we're talking gravity, you know, the one that has more out there is going to pull more people into it. So for me, like my decision, getting back to, the, I'll, I'll, I'll take an opportunity to, to, to share a bit here is just to say, Um, the reason I wanted to get engaged in social media is because I really truly believe that every single one of us can have a positive impact on the people around us. And you just have to choose that and then have the courage to get it out there. And anybody that's a leader, anybody that's an entrepreneur, anybody that's a content creator, you know, you have donned that cape of, I'm going to help other people. like I'm going to be a force in somebody else's life for good, for whatever your motives are, they're, they're there, those intentions they carry through. Um, but to say, um, you know, it's really going to be a choice of, do we want to be out there as, as creators? Or do we want to be out there as consumers? And then I think, you know, my personal mission is to just help as many people as possible step into their voice and do something that they care about because that's going to create a powerful ripple effect. So as far as where that means, what that means for social media as a whole, I think, you know, personally it's been my decision to block out some of the like negative, I, ha- I don't know if anybody's out, if you've heard of this app or anybody's heard of this app, but it's, uh, the Facebook newsfeed eradicator, blocker, the eradicator. The eradicator. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man, that thing's great. I mean, yeah. I, and the funny thing is, is I, until I started running my business, I really didn't go on Facebook for like years, mm-hmm. it Just wasn't something yeah. I used. Um, and I've done an audit of my social media, like my Instagram following, like, you know, I said like meme pages, you're really funny, but you're not, this isn't the environment, like your digital environment is an environment too. You gotta be thinking about the kinds of things that are coming into your, your mental space and your, your, your energetic space um, through your feed. So right. uh, do, I encourage everybody to do an audit of uh, you, what you're following and if it's not aligned with where you wanna go. Thank you for the entertainment or thank you for whatever value you've brought me and I'll see you later. See you
1: later. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't even have to, if it's specific people as well, you don't even have to unfollow. You can just mute them. That's, that's the beautiful hack that I learned as well. I, you know, I actually didn't know that. So that's yeah, great. You can just mute their posts and stories. And then you, if you're caught in a, in a social obligation or contract, where you're like you're uh-huh. I can't unfollow this person. I don't want to see them that I, I don't want them to see that I've unfollowed them. Yeah. Just mute their stories and posts and then best of you know, both know, it, It's sometimes
0: easier is, it, it is easier and uh, to do that than to, to, to cause those waves. Sometimes. Yeah. I think it's better for this the this sometimes yeah
1: I, I love that description very beautifully articulated of the the pulling forces and whichever has more mass is going to pull the other mm-hmm. i think that that's a really that's a very relevant thread in just our humanity in general right now and the evolution of humanity oh my god 100 <laughs> what what do you see as the forces or what where do you see that we as a human species can and need to be building the mass
0: you know one thing that i think is so beautiful is how many kids are starting to become aware of emotional intelligence at a young age i feel really grateful my parents put me in a school that was like taught that and i feel like they were they my my parents were thinking ahead You know that that was going to be an important skill, something that they valued. So I'm really grateful to have been pointed in that direction, and I think uh, that served me in so many ways. It served me professionally, it served me emotionally, it served me interpersonally, Um, and I more and more we're beginning to see that in a lot of environments at a younger and younger age. And to me, that's one of the most important things because by default, nobody teaches you that. You know, somebody has to take the time. To instruct you on emotional intelligence, and you know, one thing that I think is awesome is all these classrooms of little kids meditating. Oh my god, that's money, big time. Yeah, I mean, I I wish somebody had taught us. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you did get meditation (laughs) lessons. I did not. I can confirm, I did not. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And and the thing is, we went to great schools. We We went to top education. I went to private high school, and I think that I went to private high school, four year institution. And I didn't, and I, if I didn't learn any of these things, then, then it means pretty much nobody did. Yeah, right? man, it's, it's
0: tough. And I'm really grateful. I I went to a, a charter school and they yeah. had the freedom to design part of their curri- you know, most of their curriculum so that we incorporated that stuff. I mean, and I feel like that is such a, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of some friends who have gone on to like, take that and champion that cause they're carrying the torch they're going into education so good to do that and then so I mean, i'm good. like you guys are awesome just you know you have my 120 percent. right but yeah dude um where is it important for us to keep developing as a species as a as a community i really do believe everything starts with our community um we need to focus on supporting each other um we need to focus on healing ourselves first and then that can extend to others mm-hmm. um that's the that's the fundamental truth. Um, you can't do that work for anybody else. You can't, you can't magic anybody else's, you know, healing to happen. It has to be a self thing. Mm-hmm. Um you can help somebody learn how to do that, how to do that, how to heal themselves, but you can't do it for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's a that's a really powerful question. Cause I I really truly do believe that it's up to us. And the more people that acknowledge that we have the ability to to go and and do that for ourselves and to create that world that's going to be what what tips the scale man because there's just enough of us grinding it out
1: quantum shifts man that's, yeah that's the whole those are the others and when we can really find the others who are on that wave and who are connecting on these things i think that yeah uh, one of the things that a, a, a teacher that i love tuning into um esther hicks and abraham hicks i don't know if you're familiar i know abraham hicks yeah abraham yeah. hicks awesome that's awesome awesome stuff yeah. um, and she always says um one who is connected to the power of source is more powerful than millions who are not. And I think that's it's, it's, I find it very, very true in and in a lot of empowering ways of when, when you are connected to this source, when you are connected to this truth, when you are connected and committed to the cause of healing yourself and healing the world as a result of that, that's powerful. And when we get a group of people When you, it's, it becomes exponentially. It's not, it's not just like, you know, two plus two equals four. It's like two times two to the infinity equals a billion. There's my math for you. Yeah. Check that out. But that's the effect. Sounds solid to me. Checks out. (laughs) So, and I, I do think I agree with you that it's, it is the community aspect starts with ourselves and, and our community, our digital community, our, um, <laughs> our physical community as yeah, well. Man, absolutely. Um, and I think the,
0: the fact of the matter is, is more and more people are coming online than ever like before. That. Yeah. yeah. And that's powerful.
1: That is cool. Yeah. More people are coming online. More people are flipping on that light switch. Yeah,
0: man. And, and the, the light switch is being, um, you know, what's this what's the saying um there's a saying in buddhism that's when you light the torch of somebody else when you light the lantern the the light post yeah it brightens both paths more like it's the two lights are more than you know so you just it doesn't detract from your light exactly yeah. it adds it yeah and so that's so powerful man and so conversations like this where where people are getting it out there and and helping to facilitate some of this this expansion mhm <laughs>
1: big shifts happening yeah man this is, this, this is for our this is for our kids and our kids kids and our kids kids kids. absolutely that, dude, that's a beautiful way of looking at it that's really what it is i, I so i noticed so a few times even so you've mentioned a bit about meditation and buddhism is that something mm-hmm. that you practice is that something you're interested in you've studied explored. Oh,
0: uh, meditation is a daily practice for me Um, it is where so many of my insights come from. It's where I feel like my, uh, my mind has a chance to gel, um, it in, in so many ways, like something might come up that, that I haven't realized. And I think, oh, you know, I better, um, maybe there's a better way I could be doing that Mm. or another thing that, that could come up is maybe. I realize that something's been bothering me that I wasn't necessarily consciously aware of like my day to day. Um, and then I have a chance to work with that and that could be just even an emotion that's stuck somewhere in my body. And I'm sure you've had experience with that awesome. and just to, um, have the opportunity for that to come up and get processed is so important because right. then you're like, you have like all this more room. Um, so that's a daily practice for me. Um, I have, definitely been lucky to study with some really, really amazing Buddhist teachers. Um, I, I wouldn't personally say that it's a major part of my, my daily practice. Like mm-hmm. I really, truly practice mindfulness meditation just for my, my productivity, my, my, my yeah. joy, my, you know, I find that it make, it, it's made the biggest difference in my life of anything I've ever done. Um,
1: that's a powerful statement. Yeah,
0: man, it's super important. Do you meditate frequently?
1: Yeah, morning? not not as I'm um, not in sitting in lotus meditating uh-huh. as much. Um, which I was that was my next question to you of like, what does meditation look sure. like for you?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, personally, I mm-hmm. do sit on a cushion every morning, mm-hmm. um, but there are many ways of meditation. What yeah. are some of your favorites?
1: <sighs> Drinking coffee, That's watching the sunrise. Going on walks, runs, going on runs, daydreaming, um, breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Those are a few of my favorite ones, I would say, for sure. Playing with my dog. Yeah. And and, and I think I had a guest on a few weeks ago, Tyler Forbes. He's a breathwork guy. And he was talking about uh, meditation, basically, and mindfulness is anytime we're out of our prefrontal cortex, Mm -hmm. we can power that down. And that's all the that's the that's the constant stream that we have going and and whatever we can do. And for some of us, it's easy to do that or it's or practice is better when we're sitting down and we're just closing our eyes and focusing. Other people might be going for a run or whatever it is where you can get out of the prefrontal cortex and into the other parts of your brain to to gel and to connect and to allow things to pop up or see answers to different things. So it, it certainly is a powerful process, and I and I did go through a um, a Vedic meditation course as well, and did practice that for a bit also with the two times uh, twenty minutes two times a day, mm-hmm. and I found that to be very very powerful for just just overall presence, patience, time, all of those things, and and it's a tool that I come in and out of. It's a practice that I come in and out of, but that mindfulness component is essential in my morning ritual every morning i'm just giving myself that time and space to like let the stuff bubble up journaling as it comes through that sort yeah. of thing
0: i love that dude and and i think an easy hang up for people is to feel like they have to do it on the cushion right because you really don't i mean those are all beautiful examples. <laughs> yeah <you know? laughs>
1: what, yeah what do you think is that the biggest misconception you think people have about meditation or what do you think it is
0: yeah and i, I think another one that comes up a lot like i was talking to the coworker about this recently is um She's like, I can't meditate. Like every single time I sit down to meditate, my mind just races and I can't I can't stop. I'm like, yeah. That's <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That's the point. Like you're you're actually really right. doing it. Yeah. Secrets out. That's actually normal. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever told you that before. Yes, you're normal if your mind races. My mind feels like an eight-lane highway sometimes. Like the exchange over, you know, oh yeah. Yeah. It feels like that. <laughs> A lot of cards. How, how did you get into meditation? Was it from your head injury? It, was it, it from school? Yeah, man. It was yeah. just from that, that moment of inspiration. So wow.
1: yeah. Wow. That's right. It came to you in that like divine inspiration of you got to meditate.
0: Yeah, dude. And it, I, there, obviously I think I, I started with Headspace. You ever tried yeah, it? Yeah. 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 Great. app. Yeah. Highly recommend it great. to anybody. It's great. Um, it's a, it's a great instructional tool. Like I'm just so happy that that app exists. Like I want to, totally. I should write them. I, I would love to write them a thank you there. If anybody from Headspace <laughs> is watching this, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, Would not be here without you. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'd be like a Headspace success story. Oh my god, I would love you to be that. You head. should you should reach out. I have a feeling something good'll come from that. That would be Do me hilarious. a favor and reach out. We'll uh, absolutely re- I'll report back the, on the podcast. The, whatever the comes from. Message is, is send getting it. Sent. Just yeah, send it. Just send it. We'll man. just have
0: an update for you in a future follow episode. The, just wanted to let you guys know that Wade got Follow in
1: touch the with impulse that. there. There's something good there for you. I don't know what <laughs> Thank it is. You brother, but yeah, love. you should follow. That's that. a good that's a good nudge. I love that. So you got into it through your headspace. Is that a good starting point that you'd recommend for other people? I
0: absolutely would recommend that for other people. And there's so many different ways that you can do it. Have you ever tried a float tank?
1: Yeah, that's a
0: – Yeah, that's, that's crazy turbo one. meditation.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's some blast off Digimon action right this there. This is turbo
0: <laughs> meditation right there. Yeah, you know, and and I, I've i gotten taken some amazing naps in there.
1: Yeah. Well, that, I, that's kind of where I'm like in that stage between – I think that's that deep, what is it, theta wave yeah. state? Where you're in between like sleeping and waking and you're yes. kind of tethering in that space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then time isn't hold, time is not relevant, yeah. space is not relevant when you're in that tank. It's a trippy place, man. <laughs> Dude,
0: I love those things, man. Really They're cool. so relaxing. Um, and it's uh it's definitely uh it it's an amazing tool and and there's so many like it. Um to me, another another thing that's been huge in my process is doing neurofeedback. Mm. Um In what ways I used a machine called a Neuroptimal. Okay, it's a brain training device, uh, it's different from a lot of the other, uh, technologies out there because it, it doesn't coach your brain to do anything in specific. Um, like in the, the analogy is if you have a C brain and this thing can upgrade you to a B brain, that's great. But if you have an a brain and you get downgraded to a B brain, that's not what you want. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this machine is pretty unique it uh it actually is able to just optimize where you're at and like make small changes incrementally so you're not doing any like radical particular rewiring yeah it's just helping you be more calm
1: what is it how do you actually do it what does it look like
0: um it's it's you put these headphones in okay you 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 put these headphones in and they attach uh electrodes to your to your skull They attach two electrodes to the back with the sticky gel yeah, and then uh, they clip uh, clips on your ear. Hmm. And so it's basically just, it's, it's, it's wired up. It's, it's got part of it as an EEG Mm -hmm. and um, it, it's just, it's like a 30 minute session and they play this music and it's a, it's a very intentionally designed soundscape and in the soundscape, the way the machine actually works, is it's got a processor in it that's reading the eeg quickly enough to actually f- stop the music in real time when there's an irregularity in your brainwave pattern so the the machine it when you're listening to it it just sounds like a k- k- like the music yeah. just cuts out for yeah. a second but what that's telling your brain is, it's actually happening fast enough for the brain to know that it's an interruption.
1: Interesting. And
0: so it's actually coaching your brain to have less of those interruptions. Whoa! So it's 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 way cool. I highly recommend yeah. it. Yeah, I've done like thirty something sessions on the wow. thing. Wow. Do
1: you notice the improvements? Oh my god,
0: <laughs> dude! I, I'll never forget because one of the, when I started doing it, I was pretty. Uh, I was still very much in the midst of my recovery, and I had made some improvements from meditation and changing what I ate and all those good things but i'll never forget after the fourth session i used to feel really anxious getting into like one-on-one like business conversations Mm -hmm. and i was in the middle of talking with with one of our partners and i was like wait a minute i'm like chilling right now (laughs) i feel like i'm totally in command of this conversation it was amazing and i was like whoa, that thing is really really cool so way cool Highly recommend it. There, the machines are. You can rent one.
1: Wow! Yeah. What other biohacking tools? <laughs> I saw. Just, just saw your eyes end. light up. Like oh, oh my God. kid in the candy store. So much fun. <laughs> um, I
0: think the the thing that I the my founding mission and and really what I what I base a lot of my biohacking on is how can I bring as much energy as possible throughout my day and uh, optimize my myself so that I can do more of the things I want. Mm. And so, you know, some of my favorite biohacks are stuff that's so simple, like watch what you you eat because it makes a difference in how you think so Mm. important. Um, and of course nobody's perfect, right? We all, there's, there is a such thing as soul food (laughs) and, um, the, other stuff is as simple as you know. The flow tank is one that we mentioned. Every like a lot of people, if you live in a city, probably have access to that. Um, and then uh, supplementation is 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 good if you can do it strategically. Mm-hmm. Um, you always I, I would encourage people like there's no uh, roadmap like that works one size fits all. Everybody's different. Um, so I I would say um, you know make sure that you try a few things and yeah. what works for you is. Is great um is this something that you do as well
1: yeah i i mean i, I got turned on to dave asprey and bulletproof Let's when go. i was living in um and venice and in, in santa monica and when I, I stayed the first summer in venice and i was like right across the street from bulletproof and bulletproof labs bulletproof labs yeah that place is next level and i Insane. i like i just love geeking out over the stuff oh my god because it's just really interesting to me it's just it's just there's cool stuff like I've got an infrared sawn on the garage over here, you know, like stuff like that, where I I love it. And uh, LeBron came out the other day saying that he spends about a million dollars a year on his body. I'm like, that's nothing. Like, well, yeah, he's
0: got. Like, yeah. I he yeah, yeah. like I bet he does. Yeah, I
1: bet he does. like of course he does. That guy's body is yeah. his livelihood. Right, <laughs> exactly. And if I had LeBron James' budget, I best believe I'm spending more than a million dollars. I'm with you, body. dude. You better believe it, dude. so I, one, of, one of my friends, we actually calculated out like how would we allocate that? X dollars goes to your massage therapist who you have on salary, your chef, you know, your your home gym equipment, your trainer. Yes. It was like a fun exercise. I of, bet like, it was budgeting it out fully but but i've always i've always loved that and again i think you brought up a great point of that biohacking doesn't have to be like wearing the blue light blockers and like i think we have this 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 idea or this in your mind it's like biohackers are just these nerds that that sit behind the computer and sorry if i offend anybody through this but like sit behind the computer and they pop the pills or they're drinking the you know what is it the the soylent and they're like (laughs) the supplements and the blue light blockers and just like got to be biohack and you like miss out on living life because of it. But yeah. like you said, it's such, it's so powerful with well, the biggest biohack. What you eat might have an effect on your body. hundred percent. Paying attention to the feedback that your body's giving you. Hey, when I eat this food, it makes me feel a certain way. Hey, when I have conversations with these people, it makes me feel a certain Thank way. Thank you for
0: saying that. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. Hey, when I watch this type of show or I consume this kind of content or I do this thing on online or on social media, it makes me feel this certain way. So that first step of, of really listening to that feedback and then making the adjustments to optimize that or to solve for what you want to be experiencing. That, that dude, to me is what biohacking is. That's
0: so powerful because you really like reverse engineering that equation of what is it that I am actually seeking. Yeah. Like, and, and that may be different for everybody. It may be less anxiety, maybe more energy, like probably some combination of all of the above Yeah, and working back from that. Is right. such, that's such, that's such powerful and applicable advice, dude. Thank you for
1: that. Awesome. And sleep. Is the biggest biohack. I was just talking about this on, on one of these these hump day hype episodes yeah. uh, that might maybe is out by now. I don't know the way the time works in publishing these things, <laughs> but uh, is is like the biggest hack. It was the craziest thing. I was chronically just waking up at that early time and I was exhausted and it yeah. was a, such a struggle to get out of bed. And so what did I do? I took the supplements, I took the caffeine and I tried everything to optimize for more energy. And then all of a sudden I stopped all that. I got one hour more of sleep. Not, not a whole, not like six hours more, one hour more of sleep, all completely shifted.
0: Yeah, dude, hundred percent. Tell me how
1: you made time for that hour. I, I made it a priority. Yeah. I, I, I realized that this is the highest, this is the highest leveraged t- activity I can do. And I looked at my screen time on my phone I said, cool, I'm spending four hours on my phone a day. I can take one of those hours. I'm spending X amount of hours a week on social media. I can borrow an hour from there. I can borrow an hour from here. I can borrow 20 minutes from here. 20 minutes from here, 20 that's minutes awesome. from here, I got my hour back.
0: Nice. I love that, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's, it is like the highest ROI thing for me as well. Is
1: for you as well. Do you feel it, that? Oh my God.
0: Yeah. 100%. It, and it's, it's such a, what's the quote? Sleep is the greatest meditation.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I yeah. forget
0: some like, uh, there's a, there's a really well respected teacher that said that. We'll have to Google it. Yeah. After. We'll find it.
1: Yeah. That's a good one for yeah. sure. It's those simple things. And, And at all, this whole conversation kind of comes stems back the, the, the thread that I'm really taking away from this is that is the feedback pay attention. And mindfulness is a a great tool and meditation is a great tool to help you pay attention. But how are you feeling? What do you want? Mm -hmm. Listen to your, listen to what questions are coming up, ask yourself those questions. And then you have the power and the control to make those shifts. You got knocked on the noggin, you got hit in the head. You decided you wanted to feel better and you wanted to shift that and it led you down this beautiful path. So I love that.
0: Uh, Yeah, man, I love it too. And one of the most powerful questions I've ever been asked is who are you becoming? Mm. And it's, It's been a guide star for my life since somebody said that to me. And I think it's a daily choice. And all those things that you just said, like those choices, they stack up when you are sleeping good every night and you're eating right and you're doing all the things that matter to you and you're filling up all those buckets, that health bucket, that relationships bucket, that that career bucket when you're taking those when when you're taking the time and making the decisions to do that for yourself you're going to be absolutely astounded at where you are and how freaking happy you were while you were doing it because you're going to be
1: like man i just i love it so good yeah man wade my man an hour has flown by as i suspected that it would <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is there anything else that you'd like to share in, in in closing here
0: no i mean not too much man i first of all thank you so much yeah, for having me dude thank you yeah, so yeah. much this has been absolutely a blast um, Lots of fun and uh for all those out there listening give me a follow on instagram at high wade h i wade w-a-d-e um, I post mostly on there. Um, I would love to connect with you. If you go in my my Instagram, you can link to my page and you can book a call with me. Um, I will, you know, I'm happy to dive into all this stuff. Literally, it makes me so happy to do it. So talk I hope, to this man. I hope, do it. I hope you do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I'll make sure we get all your info in the show notes and in the beginning as thank well. Thank you, Josh. Wait. Thank you, brother. Until Dude, next time. Rock on.